Good day everyone and welcome back to the White Color Network. I'm super excited to have everyone um, back on the program. Um, it's a new month, it's October and um, I'm happy and I'm optimistic, looking forward to the, the new month and what the new month brings. Um, I hope you're doing well wherever you are, whether you're in Nigeria here with me or in other parts of the world, um, in the UK, US, Europe and other parts of the world, you're very welcome. Um, this is the White Color Network. So it's it's been a busy week, busy week, you know, we've had the uh, US electoral debates between Trump and Joe Biden, <laughs> that has been, you know, that was a sight to behold. Um, we've had uh, the US president um, come out as positive for test positive for the coronavirus, and um, we've had a good number of things going on in the business world. I mean, apart from our headlines here, we have um, the US um, stock market having a little, will I say, um, tickle because of uh, the um, health of the US president. So uh, it's expected and um, hopefully or we just wish to have uh, lower cases this month where as regards the pandemic. Um, it's not been easy on families, not just here in Nigeria but in other parts of the world and coping with the, with the new normal as it's called. And um, hopefully with the way things are going, we can see a vaccine in, in our sites hopefully before the year runs out and we could get back to the life we once knew. Um, we'll go through the headlines here and before we dive in and begin to piece them apart and look at it in-depthly. Um, the first headline here in our international segment is um, the case between the US and um, TikTok. The US and TikTok, we all know, has been having a bit of um, over the past few weeks leading into last month and last two months and the way it's done is the, president, the American President Donald Trump has uh, expressed his expressed his worries really over TikTok because of the American citizens share data or rather share their data on TikTok and the, the American government does not trust TikTok not to hand in safe data to the Chinese government. So we we'll look at a, 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 the background of the whole thing, but the most important thing and the latest headline in that saga is that the, the deal between Biden and, and the American government could tinker even after the November elections. You know, elections, as we all know, will be coming up next month, and it presents a different kettle of fish. What if the deal is not sorted? Um, after the elections or what if there's a new American president after the elections what will happen to the agreement the second headline here is Tesla Tesla has reported a very impressive third quarter of sales uh, it's um, impressive because it's the sales really beats other competitors uh, amidst the pandemic and the automobile industry is taking a hit but Tesla has reported impressive sales in this third quarter. We'll be looking at that. Now to regional news, we've had Ivory Coast set new cocoa price for local farmers. So 
so that Ibicoast sets a new cocoa price for local farmers. And down to our local news here in Nigeria, we have the CBN who has injected $1.8 million into the foreign market and they bid to bolster the economy. Then we'll look at the foreign exchange rates after that. So um, sit tight and um, worry about your oil, whatever is your style, whether it's the juice or the coffee or just water, you know, grab it and relax. Thank you. Okay, so we'll be looking at the first headline here. Um, the deal between the US government and ByteDance, the parent company of TikTok. Uh, we could remember as of two months ago where the American government expressed its concern, as I stated earlier, as regards the data being shared by American citizens on the Chinese app. It brought about a couple, uh, the saga and a couple of, um, you know, back and forth between TikTok and um, the American government. And before we go into the latest, it would be good to give some context as to what has happened so far. So. Some time ago, that was, was at the August 6th of um, this year, 2020, the, um, the Trump, the American president, released uh, two executive orders, one banning TikTok and the other banning um, WeChat. So the ban was to take effect for WeChat on the 20th of September and for TikTok on the 12th of November. The ban was that the company, the overall, the reason for the ban was that the the company ByteDance, the parent company of TikTok, um, is being uh, accused by the American government, or not accused. Let's use the word uh, a bit lightly. Let's say they are being a bit skeptical. The American government is being skeptical here that uh, with the large amount of data um, submitted on the app by uh, about 70 million users in the US that this app, this data wouldn't fall into the wrong hands. So there have been a bit of back and forth and the TikTok has sued the American government but they're still finding a resolution and currently the app has about 70 million users in the US and 800 million users worldwide. In fact, as of two months ago, the, app, the parent company ByteDance was valued at, at, at about $100 billion. So moving forward, the way it seems that um, the way this will be settled is Oracle, the tech giant, will be coming in to buy shares into TikTok and have entered into talks for that to happen. The deadline of November 12th that has been stated by the U.S. Department of Commerce that if a resolution can be reached before that deadline that they could be allowed to operate. And um, we have two major participants in the deal. We have Walmart and we have Oracle who will be taking a combined stake of 20% in the parent company. So what we're going to do now is We've given some context as to what has happened so far, but we're going to delve into the inner workings of the deal and see possibilities of what may happen and if there will be any stumbling block. So, as it stands, the agreement on the table 
I will list one by one what to expect and um, possible outcomes. The first area of concern, or rather the first area to be highlighted here is Walmart and Oracle will be taking a minority stake in the global entity TikTok and four out of the five board members of the new company will be US citizens. The second um, point we could highlight here is the board votes will be equally weighted. So what that means is no member of the board will have power over another member of the board. All their voting rights will be equal. The third is the Walmart CEO, Doug McMillan, would have a seat at the table of the new company. So he's expected to be one of the board members of the new company should this um, part of the takeover happen. And um, Oracle is not expected to take a board seat. Their major focus will be on data storage and security. And the way it is working, Walmart and Oracle would have a combined percentage of 20% stake in the new company. And that would be that at least for this is as much as the US Department of Commerce is willing to share as regards what's happening with the deal. So the major stumbling block here is mostly a political one. Seeing that the United States and China are on a trade war, and also a bit of a diplomatic war, if I could add that, um, the clause here might be ByteDance will still maintain majority stakes in its company, in over 80%, and Walmart and Oracle taking 20%. The block is Trump, the American government might not allow this because there will still be some form of Chinese involvement. And on the other hand, Beijing might not be happy with this deal because they still feel that they, sh- they should run the company, they should have majority stakes in the company. So, Biden would, of course, maintain this 80% and there's a possibility of non-approval by China of the deal if this happens. So, let's wait it out to the November 12th elections and then let's see what happens let's see what happens hopefully there could be one or two concessions on either sides so if you want more on the news you can go to the US Department of Commerce on their website or you can go to if you have the Al Jazeera app you could then get the latest on the bytes dance and the US deal there So that's that for the Biden's and the US deal. Now we'll be looking at Tesla. Tesla, which has been very impressive this period uh, during the lockdown, and um, its stocks seems to be strengthening. So currently, the Tesla has released their third quarter sales, and it's been very impressive. Sales has jumped 44% as global demand for its uh, electricity vehicles has outpaced most of its competitors. The company announced on 2nd October on Friday that it has delivered 139,000 vehicles and sedans from July through to September, compared with 97,000 as at this time a year ago. So clearly there's been some massive improvement. The 
experts are mostly saying that these improvements come from their recently acquired friend China, which has been favorable to Elon Musk and his company Tesla. So, but the way this works is we've seen as of uh, as far back as a year ago, where China, even though embroiled in a trade war with the US, didn't seem to take actions against the automobile company. And China is most likely the source of the strength in, in this quarter for the Tesla sales because the good relationship with China and Tesla has been growing since last year when Elon Musk visited China and got a 10% tax break for. A ten percent purchase tax break for his Model Three Teslas and the Model X and X Tesla. So clearly, there seems to be some understanding between Tesla and the Chinese government. However, the amidst closing the their only assembly in the United States, the automobile company is doing quite well in sales, and although it's seen a Although it's seen a jump in its stocks um, recently, um, the jump has slowed down a bit. And um, of course, as would, we would predict, this jump would might be affected now that Trump has uh, COVID-19. So from the latest news from, um, from our sources, it seems that he's recovering and responding to treatment. Hence the steady flow of the New York stock market and um, hence the drop of value in gold as of today. So that's for Tesla's um, impressive third quarter sales. Tesla also reported a good um, second quarter's global sales with a rise in 2.5%. And this was even better than our first quarter sales. And um, people are beginning to ask questions, you know, how are they doing it, you know, because um, uh, at the time, earlier in the year, when the pandemic hit, they announced that workers would stop coming to their plants and it would shut down their plant for the meantime for the safety of their workers due to the pandemic. So if you want more on the news, you can get this at the Financial Times, uh, you can get it in any um, business blog. So we'll be looking at the third headline on for today in the African news. And um, we talked about we'll be taking a trip from from US now to the Ivory Coast in West Africa. And it seems that the government is empowering local farmers with the increase or rather an increase in value of um, cocoa. So the price of cocoa paid to farmers for 2020-2021 harvest in Ivory Coast has been set at 1,000 CFA francs, which is approximately 1.5 euros per kilo. And this it has been up 21% from last year when it was 825 CFA francs. Um, some experts have begun to criticize it and obviously it's, it's expected due to the fact that the election in Côte d'Ivoire will be taking place in a few weeks' time. 
they think is a merely political move by Alassane Ouattara, the Ivorian president, just to swift uh, to uh, sway public opinion to his side, and the increment since it's coming from uh, since it's coming a month before the election, I mean that would be that might be the obvious the obvious reason, but I, I wouldn't want to go more into that. And cocoa imports in Cote d'Ivoire has been a strong um, revenue generator for quite some time. I mean, Ivory Coast is, has been one of the, the arguably the world's largest producer of cocoa, and it consists 10 to 15 percent of um, GDP and nearly 40 percent of export revenue. It provides a living for five to six million people in Cote d'Ivoire, which is about one fifth. Of the Cote d'Ivoire population, of the Ivorian population, um, these are figures presented by the World Bank. The way it stands, if things remain stable as regards um, political, um, um, as regards political uh, um, unrest, as if things could, if there could be avoidance of political unrest, and um, if election can be held in a stable manner, the production rate will continue to grow at a 2.1 million tons and that would be very good for not just Cote d'Ivoire but for the export markets because Cote d'Ivoire has trade partnerships with a good number of countries that um, use this chocolate to use this cocoa to produce chocolate and other beverages Belgium Switzerland and the likes so Ivory Coast produces more than 40 percent of the world's um, cocoa population and uh, we hope that the election will be a peaceful and free and fair election so that the cocoa production could remain stable and there will be improvement going forward. So we'll be looking at the local news. We'll take a trip from Cote d'Ivoire down to Nigeria and uh, it seems that the CBN has injected uh, $51.8 million into the foreign exchange market. Um, this has happened following the announcements as of September that it will resume business with the Biru de Change in Nigeria. And, um, you know, there's always been this silence, I wouldn't call it a, a silence kind of animosity between um, people who go to banks, or rather between the bank itself and the Biru de Change, the black market. And because most people in Nigeria, a good number of people in Nigeria, where they want to go abroad and they have a Naira that would want to change it to dollars or euros as the case may be, or pounds, or they have euros that want to, you know, change to the Nigerian currency, the Naira, they mostly go to the black market because of the favorable, the favorable rates in the black market. They rarely go to the banks and... Um, most times when they go to the banks and they compare the exchange rate with that of the black market, the black market is more favorable, especially for someone who wants to um, change or exchange a large amount of cash. So it seems that the $10,000 will be put into the account of Biru Exchange Operators. And this has been said according to the president of the Association of Biru Exchange Operators here in Nigeria, Mr. Aminu Gwadabe. So, $10,000 we've put in the account of Biru de Change Operators, according to the president of the association. On the other hand, the black market 
might or rather the, the black market they bury the change here but need to play by the rules and reciprocate this kind gesture because the CPN has shown some trust by putting some money in the hands of uh, the bury the change operators and if this is not handled properly and uh, they don't reciprocate the gesture by obeying regulation then this incentive might not work and um, there might not be any foreseeable progress in the short term in the economy. In May, the CBN pump, pumped about 90 to $100 million into the system through wholesale secondary market interventions. This was done with the intent of stabilizing the Naira despite poor earnings due to the low prices of crude oil. Um, you could um, tell there that the economy has seen uh, a deep dive, a slump in in its uh, overall overall uh, agenda and its overall health, because the economy, or rather the prediction going into 2020 from 2019 was crude oil was predicted to be to sell that is not below $25 per barrel and currently although the price is a bit stable now it's one time during the pandemic it sold for less than $20 per barrel so the CBN is trying to do its best to stabilize the economy and um, save the value of the currency the CBN governor Mr. Godin Emefile sent out a warning to individuals and businesses who patronize the black market and said that they will be fined upon once they they were caught they will be fined accordingly. So by investing in the foreign exchange market, the CBN is looking to boost the value of the naira and strengthen the economy, which has taken a thorough beating, um, taking a thorough beating this year in 2020. But hopefully, these steps uh, would uh, lead to some relief in the short term and. Um, this could be the beginning of a longer road to recovery. So that will be that for the CBN's agenda with the foreign exchange market. So that's well done to CBN. We'll be looking at the final heading now as regards the foreign exchange sector. We'll be taking a look at the foreign exchange rates for today, the 5th of October. 2020. So currently, it's the dollar goes for 386 naira, 9 to 1 kobo. So that's $1 to 386 naira, 9 to 1 kobo. The pound goes for 501 naira, 23 kobo. So that's 501 naira, 23 kobo. The euro goes for so that's 455 naira and 26 kobo. The Canadian dollar goes for 291 naira and 56 kobo. So 291 naira and 56 kobo for the Canadian dollar. The Ghanaian CDs go for 66 naira and 78 kobo. So that's one Ghanaian CDs to 1 to 66 naira. 78 kobo. Finally, last but not least, the South African rands go for 23 naira and 54 kobo. So that's 23 naira and 54 kobo.
Kobo for the South African runs. So that will be that for the foreign exchange rates. Before we go, I would want to give a brief overview of our discussions. So the very first um, topic we looked at was the spot between the ByteDance and TikTok. ByteDance, the parent company of TikTok and the US government. And we've seen that most likely the deal might drag beyond the November election. So that was our first headline for today. The second headline was Tesla's impressive third quarter sales. So that's Tesla's impressive third quarter sales. And in our regional news, our African news, we've seen Iricos sets new cocoa price to empower local farmers. Iricos sets new cocoa price to empower local farmers. And local news, we've seen the CBN inject fresh 51.8 million, million dollars into the foreign markets. So that's 51.8 million dollars into the foreign market. And we've looked at the foreign exchange rates. So um, before I go, um, I want to say a big thank you for always tuning in. It's, I appreciate the love, I appreciate the care, I appreciate the concern. It's really touching. And uh, I promise to be giving quality context week in, week out. We're working towards making this a bi-monthly podcast with, um, with leadership talks with individuals and professionals. We have that, we could have that, let's say, twice in a month. And the news updates could come in, in the other two weeks where we do not have our leadership talks. So that being said, you can, if you have questions, you can leave it here on the podcast. You can send us a voice voice message if you want to just engage and keep the conversation going or you can still send us an email and our email address is the white color n at gmail.com so that's the white color n no space of course at gmail.com um it's been a pleasure chatting with you guys and sharing these moments with you guys i hope to have you back as soon as possible thank you very much stay safe and take care Thank you.